Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. In this episode, we are going to discuss how to adapt and grow your notary business during and in a recession. As many of you uh, who are actively notaries have noticed that we've had a slowdown in the industry. And a lot of that has to do with, with the fact that we're entering a recession due to interest rates and all these sort of things that are happening. And so today we're going to talk about you know, what it means to be in a recession as a notary and how you can prepare, adapt and grow your business as, as we start entering this sort of phase in the market, this cycle that we're, that we're experiencing now. But before we get started, my official, unofficial co-host Ronnie Mickle is here today to join us and give us his wonderful feedback, which we, uh, we all enjoy. I get the feedback from you guys and uh, I get the messages and I know you guys love them a whole lot. But for those of you who who are new to the show and maybe don't know exactly who Ronnie is, let me quickly introduce you. He is the original founder of Unlimited Inc. Notary, a nationwide signing service company, and the the founder of Notary Stars, which is an educational and training platform for new and uh, experienced notaries who are just trying to get an edge in the market and improve themselves and their business. So with that said, Ronnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, I, I enjoy being here. I appreciate being back. I love doing this. Uh, pretty much we do it almost every month nowadays uh, or uh, these days. So I, I appreciate it. and I love being here right at the beginning of the year because there's a lot of good energy right at the beginning of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think I think what our our, our audience really loves is that it's not only our, the chemistry we have as uh, as friends here, but the fact that we don't always agree and we have different points of view. And I think uh, in a way, we both grow as a result, but then so do the people that listen to the show. So it's a win-win for everyone. So, uh, But today I want to talk about three main things. And, and the first thing is sort of recapping what we experienced over the last year and kind of how, we, we, how Ronnie and I see things moving forward. We also want to discuss uh, and, and sort of how we started the year off. Ronnie and I were invited to be participants to a uh, to what was called the 2023 Level Up Summit, Notary Summit. And uh, and so we're, we're going to discuss a little bit of our experience, what we talked about during that summit and kind of what our takeaways were. And, and for those of you who are interested, uh, how to actually access that summit as a replay if you, if you guys want to get more information. And then finally, we're going to talk about how to actually adapt and grow your notary business uh, during a recession. And really what, what Ronnie and I both see as a, as a, as a golden opportunity to really um, take your business to the next level in a way that wasn't really possible when, when things were so busy, busy and chaotic and hectic. It's definitely a, a different environment. And for those who are willing to make changes, to improve, to grow in a way that I will recommend how we think you should do it and, you know, t- take it for what it's worth. We really believe that this is an opportunity for a lot of people to just, you know, just get ahead of the line here. And and I'll say this personally, Ronnie, and you tell me how you feel about this, but I personally love these sort of cycles, these downturns. I find them to be the most advantageous in my business 
and I'm constantly preparing for these sort of opportunities. I don't know if you see it like that in terms of an opportunity when we have slowdowns and recessions. I do. And, you know, just to add to this, because, you know, we have uh, different types of uh, our different notaries in different places in their career. And just to give you an idea of how great a slowdown really is, and we're going to get more into this as you, as we go along, sure. but this is the perfect time. Title and escrow officers have been losing their jobs and they're hiring in, uh, you know, people who don't cost as much to run those operations or the branch manager who let the escrow officers know, uh, choose their own notaries, now don't have relationships with notaries and they have to build those. So this is kind of like the perfect time to kind of do that. But I've had this happen and it doesn't just take a recession anytime you get knocked down. Sure. Um, two times in my notary career, early on, I was ran over by a car, broke my back in three places, had to have a major surgery. It's where the birth of my signing agency really started. And then, you know, a few years later, after I was all healed and back out in the field, I fell off a six foot loading dock on an appointment, re-injured my back and, um, you know, spent several time. And I used those downtimes to build what I have now. Yeah. And so anytime you have a slowdown uh, period, you know, I want to make sure it doesn't matter if it's a recession or not. You can use downtime uh, to build landing pages, get more business, uh, formulate whatever you want next. Um, so it's not just a recession. We're just hyper focusing in on it today because we're all going through it at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and we're in the very early stages of it. And I think this is the perfect time to have this conversation. because I really think this is where the, the opportunity begins. Uh, it reminds me of Colonel Sanders from KFC. And I think he was in his, in his 60s when they built a bridge over his little uh, fried chicken shack. And and because of that bridge being built over his business, he had to go out of business so as a result of that pain, of that struggle that he had to go to, and hopefully you guys don't have to struggle as much as, as that, but that led to him franchising and then eventually becoming KFC and what he is today. If they hadn't built a bridge over his business and took him out, th that may have never happened, right? So it's um, uh, there's, it's really perspective in the way you look at the situation, I, I think. So, so. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about recap. And so Ronnie and I, you know, we're, we're good friends and we've had these conversations for months and months and months. And in fact, in the last couple of months uh, that we've been recording shows and having conversations, we've been sort of preparing and sort of explaining the sort of things that we think notaries should be doing for just this very moment, right? And so uh, first thing, I want to recap sort of the things we have recorded in the past and sort of a shameless plug to to invite you guys to go back and, and re-listen to those episodes uh, because I think they're really, they're really relevant now more than even back then uh, for you guys to listen to. And I, and I think the most important one, which we did just, in fact, it was just the very last episode, episode 29, I believe, uh, was how to set goals, right? How to uh, plan for this this sort of new chapter in our business. And so, uh, you know, so there's that de definitely that podcast that we recommend you guys lis uh, listening to. And then uh, we did a few podcasts on how to get yourself listed properly. Now that things have slowed down, it's not like it used to be. We definitely need to uh, think more strategic about the way we list ourselves online in directories. Along with that, we talked about saving costs and how to get more creative when it comes to building businesses. And I know uh, for those of you uh, who have listened, you, you'll also know that Ronnie wrote uh, blogs about this. In fact, this is kind of how these episodes 
became episodes is that he wrote them first and then discussed them. But what do you want to say about sort of what you were thinking about when you were writing those blogs and, and kind of what, what was the ultimate goal for the people who were going to read and listen to those podcasts, Ronnie? Well, you, you, here's the thing back when we started doing this, it was probably around July and things were still really great. In yeah. fact, the best month we ever had at unlimited Inc was July. And that's in the entire, you know, 10 years of existence. Our best month ever was July last year. But we knew it was coming, right? right? We started. I started writing these blogs well ahead of time. We had them planned out. You were able to look at them. We knew what was coming. And a lot of times the notaries did not know what was coming and it got perpetually worse and worse. Now, here's the thing. I know that there are so many people that have listened to the podcast and there are so many people who have watched us on Notary Stars Unlimited. And there are so many people who have attended most recently conferences with us. But I also know that there are notaries who have not put into action what they've learned. Right. And if you have not read, you know, let's go over it again. Those four that we did, how to set goals. It was how to it's set goals. Nope. Notary listings, why they're so important and how to update those and what to think about. Right. How to save on cost for your notary business and how to get more business. Um, those are very valuable. And the notaries who have followed those have seen benefit in from them. Really, you know, my, my reminder here about this is to to make sure that don't just take information use the information and put it into play when i graduated my master's degree condoleezza rice was the speaker and i love what she said because the very last thing she said to us and she goes you know you're going to forget everything that is said here today but i'm going to tell you to focus on this and she said you now have education your responsibility is to use it put it into play and that is how your education will benefit you. And it gives me chills just thinking about it because that was true. And every time I go somewhere or learn something or like this summit that we just went to, mm-hmm. I try to take away something and think to myself, what did I learn? How could I put that into play? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's that saying, you know, knowledge, they say knowledge is power. And really it isn't unless you you apply it. I mean, you could know a whole lot of stuff, but... Uh, I'd rather la- I'd rather know less and and actually apply it than know a whole bunch of stuff and and do nothing with it. Uh, and I think this is part of what we're talking about, right? How to uh, how to adapt and grow. And the grow part of of the title is the opportunities. Uh, it's it's a competitive market now. It's it's not what it was for the last two three years when we had this refi boom. It's not just uh, you know picking low hanging fruit. Now we actually have to be business owners and and think and act like businesses. Uh, business owners. And this is what business owners do is they take their business serious. They take their business listing serious. I mean, this is part of your marketing. Uh, A serious business will cut costs when things slow down. I mean, you have to do that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah. And if you don't mind me interjecting with this, because it could, it could be a little depressing to hear all this right now, like you're going to have to adapt and all that stuff. So if you don't mind, I'd like to give a prediction or projection for the year so that people stay First of all, I want to say that, you know, Travis and myself really follow interest rates and why they're up higher and when they're coming down. And we're looking at probably about six to seven months before things start to really turn around. Okay. Um, So what happened is the feds have raised the interest rates to balance out inflation. Mm -hmm. And we've already started. And if you listen to the news in the morning at all, in the last couple of weeks, they've already started saying it's starting to level out. It's balancing before we thought it was going to. We thought it was going to be the first part of 2024. Now we're looking and thinking 
throughout the last quarter of 2023, we will start to see uptick, uptick, uptick. And then around the first quarter of 2024, things being really thriving again. And the reason I bring this up uh, about the projections and predictions is because for our industry, this is the perfect time to reinvent yourself, right. to go out and get new clients who are slow enough to listen to you come in the door right now um, and, and or brand new to their company because they're replacing the person who got fired because they cost too much to keep them there. Um, this is the perfect time to learn a new skill or add it back in to your um, to your skill set services. So for the next time that this happens, you have something to rely on. Um, and you know that's another reason why we're all attending the Level Up Summit yeah. um, back this year. But I wanted to bring that out kind of early on in the podcast because I don't want people to listen and feel like, okay, we're just telling them this is going to be forever because this is not going to be forever. It never is. Real estate is just feast or famine. We're just in the famine portion of it right sure. now. Yeah, and this is exactly where the opportunity is. And in fact, and, and this is where we maybe disagree, but I think the longer it stays slow, the bigger the opportunity becomes, right? It's it's weeding out a lot of the uh, of your competition, unfortunately, and not everyone's going to make it. And uh, But for those of you who listen to the show, for those of you who go to the summits, for those of you who do what we're going to suggest you do, which is what we're doing, you're going to come on out on the other side at, you know, 10 times better. And, oh boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> camera issues there. But, uh, uh, and you know, I, I've been doing this for 22 years. Ronnie, you've been doing this for what, like 13, 14 years, I think? 13 to 14 years, yeah. Yeah, and so we've seen this. We've seen this. I, I am not afraid, right? I mean, I've been expecting this. I'm, I'm cheery. I'm actually enjoying this, this extra time with my family, going on lots of vacations. I mean, I'm having a good time. This is not depressing. It's not... It's not a sad thing. And uh, so I hope I wasn't coming across that way, uh, Ronnie. But uh, if I was. No, no, no. <laughs> thanks. for. I just uh, wanted to make sure if there was people out there listening that they're uh, they're not feeling the panic because, you know, we've been there before. Yes. This is our not our first time at the rodeo. This might be their first time. And I wanted to kind of give that, you know, when's it going to end kind yes. of kind of thing so that they that they didn't feel so uh, inundated. Right, right. So let's talk about the level. You mentioned the Level Up Summit. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was an interesting summit. We had a lot of uh, interesting speakers there, uh, us among them, of course. These are the kind of notaries that are obviously taking their business serious. A lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. The theme of it was collaboration is the new currency. And so why don't you talk about a little bit about what you talked about and kind of what your speech was about uh, for, those of, for, for those who maybe want to go back and watch that or have an idea of what you discussed. So uh, actually, I'll provide you a link. So I previously recorded my particular session okay. um, just in case we had any technical glitches or anything on the day of. Um, and that way I wouldn't be missed in my segment. Um, but uh, my particular piece was how a successful signing agent can turn their business into a million dollar signing agency. And I'll provide you a link to the uh, to the previously recorded version of okay. that or the pre-recorded version. But I will would like to say, if you do watch it, it's not as great as when I actually presented because then there were people there and I could see their faces. I recorded that, you know, just in my office with one other notary and that version didn't come out great. So I wound up recording it three or four pieces. So it's still the presentation, but it's, you know, the bare bones of it. Right. But I'll provide that to you so that people can watch it um, if they'd like to. And, um, you know, it is a part of my marketing course. It was the official kickoff of the marketing segment of Notary Stars for um, this year uh, because we added a class in there on how to become a signing agency. 
Uh, and it's kind of the introduction to the thought process of, you know, if you're looking to become a signing agency, what do you really need to think about? Right. Great. Okay. Thank you. So yeah, send me that link. I'll put that in the show notes, guys. If you guys want to watch that and kind of get an idea of what it would be to become a loan signing agency, if that's kind of your, your, um, your goal in life, then I would definitely recommend you watch that as well. And, uh, and then just in general, I, I definitely recommend uh, Ronnie's uh, marketing course on Notary Stars. I know we've talked about it before. I myself, uh, every now and then, attend his live sessions, but always go back and listen to the replays uh, for the Notary Stars marketing educational side of his um, of his course. Now, for me, I was asked to talk about how to market during a recession, you know, specifically marketing uh, when when the things have changed. And really, it, it, marketing is, during a recession is really when it matters because when it's busy, you, you know, you don't really have to do a whole lot of marketing. But, uh, you know, and, and, and the idea with marketing is, uh, and I think what I talked about was kind of how to stand out, how to be different, and how to think about uh, yourself uh when it comes to the crowd of notaries out there. So um, anyhow, so I won't, go, well, we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but you know, that, that was pe- a part of it. And, and I think the course, I mean, we, we had a lot of fantastic speakers. I mean, who, who was, uh, I know you had talked about one specific uh, a speaker that you were really impressed by, uh, but her name just, I. Absolutely. Um, Kendra Lewis. Kendra Lewis. Um, that's right. Loan signing and, basics. Was it uh, signing agent basics? signing agent yeah. basics? Yeah. You know, just in the, the, the theme of the conference was, you know, collab- collaboration is the new currency. And I started thinking about this, you know, we were all there to kind of help notaries learn to collaborate with each other or with a new partner or vendor or service or, or something. And when she spoke, um, you know, she went, when she said, you know, some of y'all are going to hate me. I need to see you in the chat telling me you're not going to come <laughs> try to kill me. Um, but I'm going to tell you the truth my heart went pitter patter and I was like, you know, I love this girl. And I called her um, afterwards and said, look, I just want to personally thank you for your message. And if you haven't seen the level up replay, I think Abraham, you said it's available for purchase. They can still purchase the replay. Um, I think they're going to set that up. That it was worth it just for her being there. Um, What was your what was your favorite piece out of the Level Up Conference? You know, I think. Uh, uh, by the way, was that is that was that your favorite part of the conference? That was my favorite moment. You know, um, I think another, and I still forgive me, I don't remember the name Ebony. Um, also, there was another theme, and I think her name was Ebony. Um, if you remember her last name, and we we'll try to find it and put it on the replay. But uh, the one that was real said, positive. But yeah, she said, "Learn to do it scared." Because oh, that's right. the biggest thing that notaries kind of go through is afraid of adding a new service or taking their first signing or those sorts of things. Um, she said, learn to do it scared. And that also really spoke to me. And I know it spoke to a lot of my uh, colleagues and friends as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I got out of the, uh, of the uh, event was uh, the, the, lev- the number of opportunities uh, that, uh, that, uh, that are out there for notaries beyond just being a notary. I mean, from fingerprinting to apostilles to becoming an officiant. I mean, there's really no excuse uh, if, if you want to stay self-employed, if you want to not be at a nine-to-five job. Uh, yes, it's slow as a notary, but the opportunity that this industry gives us is the opportunity of freedom of time uh, or more time to pursue other things if we want to. And uh, so to me, it was just how interesting how a lot of people started off as notaries and then veered off into other 
sort of side ventures. And then that became like their uh, pr- primary source of income or what they enjoyed doing most. I, in particular, there was one guy who was a, a fingerprinting guy. And he says now the majority of his income comes from fingerprinting. But he started off as a notary and it became a side hustle to, uh, you know, the, the, the fingerprinting side of it. So just the... I think, I think sometimes, and not to interrupt you, but I think sometimes newer notaries... I'm glad you're saying this because I think sometimes I tell notaries sometimes it's not it's not shameful to have a lift sticker on your car or Uber sticker right. or anything to have income coming in. The beauty of being self-employed, not just an independent contractor, but when you become an independent contractor and that's your way of getting your money, you're self-employed. And it doesn't matter where the funds come from. Now you need to, you might need to learn how to manage that the tax purposes of all sure. that. But to this day, you know, I'm a Lyft driver, Amazon Flex driver. Uh, I can walk dogs for a rover. I own unlimited ink, notary stars. I have a DoorDash. Um, I just signed up for a blogging service where I can write blogs and get paid for it. Um, I get paid to do templates for Wix um, or working on that. I'm almost at my point thing where I can actually sell templates that I built. Um, I am uh, an SEO artist for uh, a company in the background. It It is, you know, it is one of the things about being self-employed is that you can add services. And I'm also a wedding officiant. Yeah. Um, you know, I've written and published three books. There's, there's, it's endless when you're self-employed and that's the beauty of being self-employed. And yes, I mean, we want the notary thing to work out, but I love also the slower times where I can focus sometimes on the other things I might want to do for a day. Um, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to just be self-employed right. and, the possibility is 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 endless, really. Yeah, and I think this is the 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 mind shift, right? The paradigm uh, shift uh, from thinking of yourselves as notaries to thinking of yourselves as entrepreneurs, right? And to think, I mean, twenty years ago when I started this business, it's nothing like it is today. I mean, I've had to grow and adapt to stay. But if I had thought of myself as a notary and if things started to change, I wouldn't have been able to adapt because, you know, to me, being a notary was whatever the heck it was 20 years ago. But as an entrepreneur, you know, an entrepreneur, you could do anything you really feel like doing as long as, as long as it helps you achieve your values. And as long as you have integrity and character and you're being honest about it. Uh, so it's more about being an entrepreneur than it is just thinking about yourself and putting yourself in that little box of I'm a notary and that's it. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, the opportunities are endless and I, I think I really, it was really showcased in, in the summit. I mean, I, I got excited about doing some extra things that I would have never thought about doing and and do I necessarily need to do it? No, but does it seem fun and interesting? Yeah. I mean, it really does. And so, uh, so, you know, as I start doing those, I'll probably start reporting on them on the uh, podcast, but, um, anyhow, that's, uh, you know, that was, that's good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the summit and, uh, it was a pleasure being uh, invited, uh, to it. So, uh, thank you for the organizers, the notary cousins who kind of put it all together. Uh, okay. So now let's talk about adapting and growing during a recession and sort of how we can turn what may seem like a bleak and depressing situation into this just amazing opportunity that most of you guys may not have thought about it this way, right? Well, we're, we're, we're trying to now, what we're going to do is try and change your perspective and change the way you see uh, the glass here. And so, uh, so we're going to do this in two parts. Number one, how do you adapt, right? So yes, it was busy. Things were crazy. You, you were turning down work. 
it's not like that anymore. What are some changes? What are some things that we have to do to adapt until the next busy season? Uh, uh, Ronnie predicts maybe nine months. I think by the end of this year, we'll probably start picking up again. Um, I personally have three rules when things start to slow down. And this is my rule in general, right? If you're going to be self-employed, if, if, if being a notary or whatever you decide to do as an entrepreneur is going to be your sole source of income, I think you need to have at least a minimum of six months, if not 12, which is what I have, of monthly expenses saved in an account. Uh, how, do you, what do you, how do you feel about that, Ronnie? Is that your rule? I'm glad too? you asked because I was like, I don't want to interrupt. But I know people like you. And in fact, my biggest mentors yeah. say that. In fact, they say longer. However, <laughs> I've never had that luxury when I got started. Okay. So my process is to hit the ground running. And, you know, if you don't have that luxury, you, you I, I will say this, it, it's time to get off your rear end. Because my father gave me the best advice because I come from a very poor family. And this is why I am the workaholic that I am. I started working when I was 13. I'm 42 now, going on 43 this year. And my dad looked at me when I moved out and he said, listen, if you ever find yourself in a financial bind, you're sitting on your best asset. And it took me a while. I told my mother, I said that she was your father didn't say that. And I said, yes, he did. <laughs> and um, what that means is get off your rear end and work. And sometimes I've told people this for years. And that is, it doesn't matter if you're taking small or large steps, as long as you're moving forward. So you know, I've never had that luxury. So my, like when I got run over by a car, it was at the beginning of my notary business. And I had to figure it out. Like, how am I going to pay my rent or my bills? I don't have income. I can't walk. My back is broken. How am I going to, and that's where I became a signing service. Right. And so if you don't have that luxury, you just got to find that will inside of you to go for it. And I've done a lot of things I don't want to do to get to where I'm at, you know, like drive lift or walk dogs or, you know, uh, take a small commission to get other notaries to do my job when I was becoming a signing agency until I figured out how to manage everything. Um, but I agree, you should have savings, but not <laughs> everybody has that luxury, you know, and, and sometimes if you don't have that luxury, you just got to find that fire, light that fire and go for it. Yeah, and that's kind of the next point here. And but and and I, it's interesting you you mentioned your 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 sort of life experiences, and I think people enjoy hearing about those sort of things. What kind of got me to think the six to twelve months of expenses back in 08 when the market crashed, uh, and I think you started shortly after that. Uh, but during 08, I mean, it was it was busy. It was really good right before that, and I did not have the savings. I was the kind of person that thought it was never going to end. It was going to always going to stay busy. I think a lot of notaries, you know, newer notaries in the last two years had that same idea, that same mindset, like, wow, I just stumbled into something amazing. I'm going to make all this money. It's always going to be like this. I'm going to spend it. Like I'm always going to have it. And I ended up losing everything I owned. I mean, I lost three homes during that time. I got my cars repossessed. Wow. Uh, I ended up losing my marriage because of the financial hardship that we experienced. And, uh, Sometimes it takes a real painful experience to just ingrain in your mind certain certain things that you say to yourself. I'm never gonna let that happen to me again. Um, and, uh, and 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 you know, 
some people just don't have to go to that through that kind of experience. But now if I look back on it, I really am glad I, I kind of experienced that hardship, having to lose it all, start from the beginning. And um, because it's really shown me, shown me discipline. And so if you don't have the six months or 12 months, it doesn't mean you stop, right? It doesn't mean you don't. You do exactly what Ronnie just said, and you get off your butt, and you get to work. There's no excuses. But if you want to not have to worry about your financial situation as much during a slowdown, it's something that I would recommend. And if it means get off your butt to start making more money to save up to get to that six months or 12 months, that's what I would recommend, right? I definitely, and I, and I think you agreed, right? You said, Ronnie, if you're not there, try and get there, but don't let it stop you. I completely agree. And let's talk about that next in terms of not letting it stop you, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, if, if you don't have that, right, then the next thing is to get off your butt, make a ton of money. But at the same time, if you're making money, and we'll talk about that in a minute, at the same time, especially when it's slow, it's important to cut costs and cut our expenses, not just in our business, but in our personal life. And I know we talked about that in a podcast. You had a blog. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, Ronnie. What are, what's your take on cutting expenses and just, just being a little more responsible with your money when it slows down like this? Oh, actually, you know, uh, there's a saying and, and by, by no means am I calling myself rich. I mean, sometimes you'll hear me refer to how much the company makes, but in my presentation, I said, there will come a finite amount of money that you can make being at the top because you have to pay other people right. to down the chain, your managers, your schedulers. Your, so it's nice to say unlimited ink makes millions, but there is a finite salary that I could take or there would be no one running the company but me, right? right. And there's no way to run a million dollar, multi-million dollar company by yourself. Um, I can barely find time to do these podcasts with you, let alone, you know, uh, you know, personal things. I mean, you give up a lot. Well, cutting expenses is something that I've done for years. Cause remember I came from a poor family right? and you know, some people don't come from a poor background and don't understand that every year I call my cable company, like the day after my contract ends and say, I'm thinking about canceling. Can you get me a better deal? And I always save 50, 60 bucks. Recently, every time my car insurance renews, I call, I've been through Geico and, and Progressive, Geico and Progressive. I just saved, you know, $48 a month on car insurance. And this, I don't get anything for saying this, but I go <laughs> back and forth, um, you know, and, and to find out who's the cheapest and who can give me the best and the same amount of coverage, you know, you have to learn to say those things. Um, you know, a lot of times I call Verizon and, you know, I, I love, I have Disney plus Hulu, Netflix, all of those accounts, two things that I do. My sister pays for one and I share that my aunt pays for one and we share the family plan. We divide up who's paying for them and we all just log into those accounts and create the profiles underneath. There's a way to live a fabulous life, right? You know, and cut expenses. I shop online for a lot of things. I go a lot of places. People tell me you have the coolest shoes. I'm just going to hold my shoes up now for those who can actually see these are cool, (laughs) badass shoes. These shoes were $39 on Amazon and everywhere I go, I get, Oh, you have cool kicks. You have the coolest kicks. Um, when I, I love cool clothes in my personal life, I'm a two schools for school kind of guy. I've always been a good dresser, but I remember in high school, somebody asked me, they said, you know, are you rich? Because, you know, I I don't have it on today, but I'm always wearing a chain or, you know, something in my personal life or a cool t-shirt that looks expensive. 
And I'm like, no, my entire outfit's like 30 bucks. You know, like I buy things on sale. I put things in my shopping cart on Amazon and don't buy, pull the trigger until it's time uh, to do it. Um, there's a ton of ways to save money. And we went over that in that blog, sure. uh, but in your business as well. And I have no shame in being a penny pincher because I like to look at my bank account and say, I have that. And it makes me nervous if I don't have it. Right. So I am the king of cutting expenses and, and finding a way to pay less for anything that I possibly can. As long as the car insurance, you have to have good coverage. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to have a certain amount of coverage because, you know, especially owning a business, you rear in the wrong person, you're going to be paying for their life for the rest of your life. So yeah. I, I, I be very careful with insurance coverage. As long as I can get the coverages as I want, then I'll pay less for it. Yeah. There's oh, definitely- and I got laughed at today. Cause I have no shame. I was talking to one of our escrow clients <laughs> out of Washington and we were talking about, um, she said, it's almost time for her Botox. And I said, you know, it's about a month and a half for mine. It's about time for me to get on Groupon. I love personal services like massage therapy and Botox. Yeah. I will not give them up because this face does not look like this without it. Um, you know, I have the 42 year old man lines and I don't want them yet. I am kicking and screaming into old age and, uh, I have never paid anywhere near what she said she pays for Botox because I go to Groupon, I get massages, I go to different places, anything that's like luxury. I go on Groupon and I still live a life of luxury, but I know how to shop for those things. Right. So, you know, sometimes as a business, business owner, you need to be able to keep that funds, you know, God forbid I ever had to put some of my paycheck back into the company, you know, but I, you, you, you have a company to run, you know, so you have to think about those things in the the long run and the longevity of things. I think now I know why my wife wants me to do Botox, by the way. <laughs> you made some really convincing arguments there. Uh, but anyway, for those, yeah, so good. And by the way, and, and my take on that, oh, there it is again, uh, camera issues. Uh, my take on that is, uh, yeah, I mean, even though I have savings, I still, I don't, I imagine I don't have it and I live my life uh, as, if, as if it is, particularly when it slows down. I don't want to deplete those funds. So I want to definitely cut expenses. Uh, that episode, by the way, where we talked about uh, cutting expenses was episode 25. So if anybody wants to go back and uh, check that, that out. I so. have to tell you one more thing. It's so funny. So my assistant, when I broke my <laughs> leg last month uh, in, uh, what was it? Uh, Thanksgiving. I'm out of my cast boot now, but um, my assistant who takes my paycheck to the bank, uh-huh. and deposits it he got he he had to take me to the grocery store because i couldn't drive the car with the boot on yeah and we went to the dollar store and you know i have really nice bottles that i put dollar store olive oil in and i have really nice bottles that i put like cheap sugar in because to me sugar is sugar you know flour is flour it doesn't matter where it comes from and i buy things from the 99 cent and up store and he goes, I can't believe, you know, he goes, I see what you make, which is more than me. And he's paid well, by the way, but he goes, I see what you make and you still shop at the dollar store. He was like, it's just amazing. And I, I had this conversation with him. I was like, this is, this is how you keep your money is not just go buy it because you can. Right. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there too. Cause I thought it was funny. Cause I, people laugh. I've had people walk up to me and be like, really the dollar store. And I'm like, yes, I yeah. love this place. It's like Christmas. Amazing. I love it. 
Yeah, and and by the way, the lower your expenses, the less you have to keep in savings to have that six to twelve months of monthly expenses. So definitely helps you with that, um, and it also helps you plan for what I call an if-then plan, which is my third point. And an if-then plan is to s- sort of have a plan B, right? If if this happens, then I will do this, right? So things have slowed down. Uh, if if notary business slows down, then I will do what, right? I will double down on my marketing. I will uh, pursue wedding officiant services. I will do fingerprinting. Uh, These are the kind of things that you need to take time to, as part of your adaptive skills, to prepare for when things start to slow down. And now we're in this slowdown. So the question is, what now, right? What is it if it's so slow that you're not have you're not getting enough work? If you're doing fine, then fine, then don't worry about it. But you still sh- should still have an if then plan. But if it's slow, you're not where you want to be. Then what is your plan, right? And I think that Level Up Summit was a great example of just ways of generating ideas of what you what else you could be doing, right? Or like Ronnie said, if if. If the notary business slows down, then I'm going to drive Uber. Then I'm going to do Rover. I'm going to, you know, do Instacart or, or, or whatever it takes or go back to a job, right? If I have to, uh, during, I mean, I say I've been doing this for 22 years straight, you know, full time. That's actually a little bit of a, a lie. For six months during 2008, when the market crashed, I had to go sell insurance for, I think it was State Farm for like six months part time. And then I got fired, which is just proof that I can't be an employee. So, uh, but I had to do what I had to do. I had a friend who was uh, a, a lender and he started delivering pizzas, you know, while he got over this, that, that time back in 2008. Uh, so what is your if then plan? And um, I think the notary summit was, uh, was real helpful for, for me at least to kind of generate some ideas of what I might want to do. Uh, what are some suggestions that you might have with this, Ronnie, or, should, or do you want to just move into the growing part? Uh, we can move into the growing part. You know, my if then is it, you know, I'm going to run from that for, uh, harder than I'm going to run from age because I don't want to ever be poor. Yeah. Um. So and to me, poor is not being able to, you know, uh, find the motivation to get out and do anything. It's Because I've had nothing. I know what it's like to look in your cupboards and see no food. Um. I know what it's like to wish you could afford an exterminator. Um. I never want to go back to those. So my motivation is I'm never going to let that happen to me. So my if then plan has always been anything that you see of interest, learn it and put it in your back pocket, even if you don't want to do it. So I've been collecting things that I could go do at any moment. And here's the funny thing. And I'll say this and we can go into grow. Like I sometimes go out and I will drive lift on a, uh, on a Sunday, or I will go out and DoorDash because I talk so much title and escrow and notary work and attorney work <laughs> from a signing agency that sometimes it's just nice to hear about someone else's day and what they think. You know, I get anxiety when I'm not working, which is sad. I'm working on that, but I do get anxiety for not working. Um, yeah. There's there's a real real term, workaholic. Yeah, I get don't know what to do my, with myself when I'm not working. So sometimes I'll go do other things and they don't seem like work to me. Um, getting into another comfort zone where you are making money, but you're doing, I love animals. There's two beautiful dogs sitting right down here at my feet right now, being very good boys and girls. But they, you know, I love working with Rover. Um, and it really bummed me out during the holidays because I actually, even running this company during the holidays, 
do most of my work with rover.com uh-huh. uh, because everybody's traveling and I live in a huge community. And so everybody knows me and I walk their dogs, you know, for them when they're traveling and I go check in on their cats. Pets make me so happy. They're hearing me talk about them and they're like, give me more love. Uh, <laughs> but Can you show you know, them on the screen? Yeah. Uh, bring bring them up. Come here, Porter. Come here, Porter. So Ronnie's about to let's see, grab his dog here and we're going to, for those of you who are watching on video, get all oh. the water. Is that the newer one? This is the, uh, this, yeah, this is the newer Mr. Shippee passed away after 17 years. Right. And this is Mr. Porter. He is a Chihuahua and a Pomeranian. So that's where he gets that. Uh, and he's also part Bichon Frise. I got their, uh, embark test, but he is just adorable. And then Miss Layla, come here, Miss Layla. So, so he brings the dog up and it's licking his ear. Uh, for those of you who are just and listening, yeah. this is Miss Layla. We call her mama. Oh. And she, she is a Yorkie, um, uh, Australian, believe it or not, Australian cattle dog. Really? And, and Dotson. So she's 33% Dotson, uh, 20% Yorkie and uh, about 23% Australian cattle dog. And she's just lovely and yummy and so sweet. She looks like a little teddy bear and, uh, she keeps him in check. He's the wild one. She's the mama dog. <laughs> I love her. And they're eyes. both about two years old. They're both about the same age. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Yay. Puppy time. Who doesn't love puppy therapy? <laughs> I feel more relaxed already. <laughs> All right. So let's jump. I'm going to jump quick into, cause we're, we're, we told ourselves we're going to try and keep this at 45 minutes or less. We're at 45 minutes now. So I'm going to jump straight into the grill part. I'm just going to name off what I think we should work on uh, as part of growing your business. Ronnie, if you want to chime in and then we can wrap the show up. Okay. All right. So when you're, when you're, when you've decided that you want to stay in this business and, uh, and stay as an entrepreneur and you want to grow your business and, and, and the opportunity is now with, with, with it being slow because escrow officers can, or title officers can now listen to you and have time to actually hear what you might have to say. And, you know, the competition is going to start dwindling down a little bit as the, the slower it gets, the long, then the longer we go through this, less competition. I mean, that's just a fact, right? Uh, this is a time where you want to definitely increase your skill, whether it's become better at, at, at the notary, the notary side of things, maybe learn, maybe go to notary stars and learn how to do HELOCs or how to do reverse mortgages or something you've never done before. And you've always been afraid to choose when you get an order because you don't know how to do it. Now is the time to increase your notary skill. Or if it's something else you want to do, now is the time to go out there and invest in a course or, or learn about how to become an efficient or, or whatever it is you decide, whatever your if-then plan is, now is the time to grow your mind, grow your knowledge, and, and learn how to put a plan to do that. Also, once you decide what it is you want to do, whether it's grow your existing business or grow an additional business, uh, invest in your business. And I mean both financially and with, with time. So let's just say you have uh, a, a, your loan signing agent, but you don't have local general notary work. Now's the time to build a website. Now's the time to to learn uh, SEO th- through Ronnie's marketing courses on, on Notary Stars. Now's the time to say, how can I grow my business? And I, back in 2008, when, I, when, I, when the market crashed, I was just doing loan signings. And as a result of loan signings uh, basically disappearing, I had, was forced 
to build my website, to learn SEO on my own. That's when I became an officiant. And that's how I added all this additional income. Right now, even though it's, it's you know, I still get business, I would say general notary work is about 70% of my income right now uh, because I've built it up so well. You know, I show up on the first page of uh, of uh, of Google listings uh, and so that sort of thing. Uh, and then uh, once, you, and, and in terms of marketing, now's the time, we say cut expenses, this is the one area where if you really want to take your business serious, double down on your marketing, get creative. Amen. We can definitely talk about that on a different show. Uh, and finally, build relationships. If you're going to be doing uh, staying as a notary, who can you build relationships with? Escrow officers, real estate agents. Identify who you want to connect with and maybe do chamber of commerce mixers or, you know, go to conventions. Maybe uh, Ronnie was just telling me about this, like yeah, joining a uh, escrow association as an allied uh, partner and then go to their meetings or, you know, there's so many different ways where you can actually give people the opportunity to get to know you because people love doing business with people they like and trust. And this is building a relationship with someone is exactly how you do that. And in addition to that, building relationships with people like, like, like Ronnie and I have a great business relationship or other notaries that are in the industry or making friends, like going to these conventions. I mean, how many people got other people's email addresses that are now ready to connect. And I know of people who are probably just, I'm sure there's people connecting already, you know, making friends in the industry. And uh, given how lonely our industry can be at times, that's, uh, that's, it just makes the, the work a lot more fun as well. So that's, those, those are my three cents on this, Ronnie. If you want to wrap it up here with your, your take on, on the growth part of the opportunity with a recession. Absolutely. And I want to try to make sure I don't forget these. So uh, the, the first thing is you said double down on marketing yeah. and I'm going to tell you just in the last 48 hours, Unlimited Inc. released 1,500 landing pages into the search engines, which will take up to 10 weeks to get done. Travis and I have already talked about it. You know, I'm always marketing, always putting out new ways, finding new ways. We released a landing page for every single zip code in every market that we're in. And, and, and we keep building the same thing for notary stars and my other website, online notaries public. We are using this time during the downturn to get, you know, what we want. Uh, we are making commercials and running them. We definitely, because we continue to grow, we brought on 11 new clients. I mean, we have over 250 offices and we brought on 11 new clients in the first part of January. Uh, business is still there. They might be slower, but we brought on new clients and yeah. it's replacing what our other clients are slow. So it's, it's a, a good time to double down on marketing, absolutely. Um, increasing skills. Now, this is something I just had a call from a notary today who was kind of reluctant, like, why would I take Notary to Pro? Why would I take Notary Stars? And here's the thing, guys. Um, I want everybody to hear this. You know, there's a, still a lot of competition. There's going to be a lot of competition. That When the business comes back, think about it like this. There are notaries out there, okay? And the best ones I know, they have... Notary to Pro, Notary Star, Signing Agent Basics, Loan Signing System, Laura B. Restate Training, Bill Soroka, Sign and Thrive. When I look and see all that training on their resume and I have an, an order in their area and then you just have the NNA, who do you think I'm going to hire? <laughs> it doesn't matter how many you've done. I know those trainers. I know what they stand for and I know I'm going to get a better notary out of it. If you only have one, add another one. Make it a point. Set yourself a journey of doing like a perfect journey. So increase your skills and then, you know, uh, uh, add new services, of course, uh, 
on Notary Stars, we have introductions to Judy Lawrence. We have introductions to Mark uh, uh, Grolier, who does the Unboring Wedding. He's actually coming back uh, pretty soon, and I'd love for you to attend that, Abraham, because he's, uh, I know you're doing the wedding, wedding officiant business and building that side up. Sure. Uh, you know, we have introductions to Laura Beaver Estate Training. Increase your skills. Yep. You know, this is the time because you've got a little time before the market comes back. And it's it's going to go like a blink of an eye, but it can be a lot more comfortable. And then when it comes back and it gets busy, you're going to have all of this to show for what you did during your downtime. Mm -hmm. I always say when you look back and say, what did I build? What did I do? Is when you feel the most proudest of yourself. So don't let that opportunity pass you by to double down on your marketing and, and increase those skills uh, for sure. Absolutely. And you know, one last thing I want to add, just, just, just when you said skills, even your communication skills, right? Even the way you speak and the way you communicate with others. And I, I just remembered in that summit that these guys, uh, a few months ago created a, a specific notary Toastmasters, which mm -hmm. I think is such a cool idea, right? Cause you're going to be around a bunch of other Toastmasters, uh, other, uh, other Toastmasters who are all notaries. And uh, it's virtual, so anybody can join. I forget what it was called or what. I think it's every other Thursday or something in the morning. Um, but uh, there's another opportunity. You learn how to grow. You get to network with other professionals in your industry. All of this falls under uh, that growth category of improving yourself, improving your relationships, and uh, making and, you know, and growing your relationships. So I want to finish off with one last tip that you wanted me to throw in there, Ronnie. You said you wanted a... Uh, uh, I mentioned this, so if you want to go ahead now, would be a good time to do that? Well, right now, everybody's getting ready to file their taxes or will be in the next two months. Um, we did a great session with Notary Assist in Glen Hill, the tax lady, uh, as, as she refers to herself. I'm not just calling her the tax lady. Um, that's her <laughs> business. Um, but uh, we did a great session with them for free on Notary Stars Unlimited, where they presented to us back in October to get you prepared. But now it's here, okay? Um, tech. We got to file our taxes. And as you're filing taxes, as you're collecting those W-9s, which will be coming out, you know, we're on 127 right now, 2023. Yeah. Um, most of you have them. Well, don't just turn them into your accountant. Make sure that you have double checked that you only have one W-9 from one company. If they make an error and they send out one and then they send out another one to replace it, you might wind up paying money on two incomes or taxes on two incomes that you didn't uh, expect to pay on. Uh, so you wanna make sure that you double check your W-9s, make sure that you have them. Uh, you get a W-9 from anybody that you worked $600 or more. Um, some companies will do it if you did less, but you wanna make sure you only have one W-9 for each person that you worked for during 2022 uh, when you turn in your taxes because it, it, a lot of companies are notorious for sending one or another copy and if you just collect them and put them in a folder and then hand them to your accountant, it could get bypassed and entered twice. Right. Or if you're doing them yourself, you may think that you have to enter them twice, but you only enter in one W-9 per company. So that's our tax tip for this month uh, for you guys as you are getting ready to file your taxes. Absolutely. And such a and simple way. And that tax way. tip comes from Notary Assist, the, I think, one of the best notary uh, softwares out there um, for running a notary business and from Glen Hill, the tax lady. There it is. There it is. Notary tax tip of the month. I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it definitely could save you uh, a lot of headaches when it comes to the uh, the IRS. So 
Thank you for sharing that, Ronnie. And I think that brings us to the end of the show. I appreciate you being on here and sharing uh, your uh, your your knowledge, your wisdom. It's always a I good time. Here. It's fun. It's always fun, right? We never know what's going to happen, but uh, 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 it's always fun. Absolutely. So thanks again, Ronnie. And for those of you who tuned in, we really appreciate you being here. And until next time, be productive, stay healthy, be well. Take care, guys. Bye now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.